Hello and welcome to Maine Education Matters with Matt and Matt. My name is Matt. And I'm Matt too. We have another mishmash of things to do today, don't we, Matt? Well, we do. I mean, it's March 2020. Uh, we've we've survived Leap Day. Yes. We're we're approaching the uh, turn of the clocks forward, and with all of that unsettledness in our world right now, um, not to mention anything else going on politically or disease-wise in our in our culture and our in our environment right now, uh, we do have some things happening in the main legislature. We do. So this time we have a couple of bills to preview today. We have a couple of bills to review their testimony for, one of which will be very, very fast, uh, one of which is uh, pretty funny, and a couple of work sessions, a couple of votes, and then a little bit of updates for you, and then we'll be out of here in approximately 45 minutes. Yeah, Ish. that's that, that's the first bill. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, sorry, that I, I, I did that wrong. Uh, that's after the first one, yes. Uh, so the first one we're gonna do, we're gonna do a couple of previews today. Uh, preview of March 4th, uh, it's LD2113, an act to prevent charter schools from using state funds for anti-union campaigns. This one from the very title has some politicization right in it, doesn't it? Hello, it sure does. <laughs> it sure does. Uh, it's presented by Representative Sylvester of Portland, co-sponsored by Senator Millett, and a whole bunch of representatives. Quite a few. It just has one line. It's not that bad. It's not a bad, not bad, but under current, what it, what it talks about is that um, from the summary is under current law, uh, public charter school employees are covered by the National Labor Relations Act. This bill prohibits a public charter school from using funds received from the state or federal government to engage in or to retain legal counsel for the purpose of engaging in activities that interfere with, restrain, or coerce employees of the public charter school in their exercise of rights. Granted, under that with the National Labor Relations Act. So that section uh, allows employees to self-organize, to form or join or assist labor organizations, to bargain collectively or to get, engage in other concerted activities for the purpose of collective bargaining, and also have the right to refrain from any of those activities, except to the extent that such a right may be affected by an agreement requiring membership in a labor organization as a condition of employment. So they're saying to management, uh, stay out of it. It sounds like they're saying just, you know, we want to be treated like everyone else. We want to be given the same rights as other organizations, as other private schools or magnet schools or public schools or institutions that if, we're, if, if they're under this particular National Labor Relations Act, so should we. How do you think this vote's going to go, Matt? I think it is going to have a very brief discussion and it will vote a divided report wow prognostication correct <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what you're thinking as well divided I'm report pretty confident on that one yeah pretty confident on that one so, uh, so. yeah that's i mean i think it's pretty self-explanatory where we're going but i yes yeah, so i think it'll be the majority report will be ought to pass possibly as amended but and the majority will be ought not to pass yep uh, but that same day, uh, I am sure that they will be agreeing on something else because there is a meeting in the committee room later that afternoon. Yeah, yeah the teachers of the year are coming together and they're going to be talking with the legislators at 3.30 on the 4th. Of course, this is all public, so uh, you can either listen to it on the, on, on the line. 
on the line. On the line. Yeah. Uh, it's like the party line. Is it? Oh my you can goodness! all get on the party line. Yes, our our call on Miss Cleo. Uh, <laughs> so for you folks from the '90s, remember that stuff. Good for you. Um, but the teachers of the year will be meeting with the legislative committee to talk about things like education, obviously teaching, and uh, what's happening across the state. So that's another great opportunity for the, our legislators to learn from what's happening in the field from the people doing it. Uh, so that's a, that's a very good idea. If you can attend or listen, uh, please do. It's a fantastic time. So we're going to preview one more that was scheduled for the 5th, but has then uh, since been rescheduled to a TBD time. But we're going to talk about it right now anyway. It's a resolve. It is a resolve. It's LD2121, a resolve to establish the task force to study the coordination of services and expansion of educational programs for young adults with disabilities. So we, we love resolves. We love task forces. It's got two of the elements of those of a great, great, great bill potential happening. The other things that it needs, it needs to be an emergency or yes. and or or and I should say, and it has to be short. This one's not that short, but it's kind of short. It's it's not an emergency, but it is after deadline. Oh uh oh. So they after turned it deadline. in late. They could only get 80% of this bill passed. <laughs> what does this do other than put together a task force? Uh, it, well, it establishes the task force. Uh, the membership of the task force is going to consist of legislators um, from all over the place on, on various committees across mostly education and health human services, uh, all about services for young adults with disabilities after high school. Uh, the, com the Commissioner of Education will convene the task force, hold a number of meetings um, with, uh, to, to look at um, labor and housing matters to make recommendations and targeted reforms to improve the efficiency and effectiveness of services provided by different agencies and continuing educational opportunities for young adults with disabilities after high school. It also puts in about uh, $3,500 or so in some money for travel, basically, for the people that are on the task force. Right. As always, yep. we love task forces. Task forces are great, figure stuff out. Uh, this adds, like you said, $3,500, $3,600 to the overall general fund. That's what, what they're anticipating it would cost. It seems, uh, seems like a, a good one. It's been put I believe off. That's, the, that's probably the cost of a Ford Pinto. Is that the one that blows up? That is the one. I believe it had flint, or the, the bumpers were made of flint. Or had I'm some no, kind of a weird metal in, in there. In there that I'm no scientist. That but sparks just right so, near the gas tank. So when I bump something, I'm just, you know, trying to set a fire. So taking it camping is a good idea. Because, right. you know, you, have, you can just start the campfire. But anywhere else, it's kind of like, eh, bad idea. Yeah, in an industrial park, probably not a good idea. <laughs> Anywhere where there might be welding happening. That would be what was called ugly bumping. Let's move on. Oh, you don't <laughs> want to continue that one? All right, we'll, we'll move on. Let's move to some reviews of testimony since we last talked. Uh, we had one on February 18th. Uh, that was LD 1857, an act to protect teachers from punitive or retaliatory transfers 
there was only three pieces of testimony on this and the work session was the same day right this was the one for those of you remembering uh it where it said if um if a teacher cannot necessarily be transferred if for punitive or retaliatory reasons and i believe the example that we used was something like uh, and it was very just off the cuff and just kind of joking about it but things like um you didn't play my kid you didn't start my kid in the basketball team so now i'm going to move you over to this situation mm-hmm. for a punitive or retaliatory reason so whatever those are uh, it can't be used as a reason to transfer a teacher so the, there were three pieces of testimony on this. All were uh, all in favor of it. Uh, and then it went directly to a work session where they immediately voted it on not to pass. On not to pass. So my thinking is that it kind of ties in with the next piece of legislation that we're going to talk about uh, because there is a part in that about transfers. Well, given that fantastic segue, let's move right into that next one then. LD 1879, an act regarding the adoption of educational policies by school boards. Now this one, Call back from last session. Exactly. From last session, uh, this one happened, the work session, uh, excuse me, the, uh, the hearing was on the 27th of February. And we talked about this last year, a, a similar yes. bill that went through the Labor Committee. And it was talking about educational policies. And this one, uh, we previewed a little bit. We, we talked about how we were slightly involved in some of the behind the scenes discussions. And they finally had the hearing, which we predicted, meaning they would probably agree on it. Every, all the people would agree on it and it would go right to committee. Well, yeah, you brought up the fact that in, in some of the meetings that you had been a part of, um, that they had said, well, we don't want to come forward with anything unless everyone kind of agrees. Yep. Unless everyone has some sense of agreement moving forward, we're not going to come to the Education and Cultural Affairs Committee until that moment happens. And your, your prediction was that happened. Yep. And it did. The, and there was only three pieces of testimony. And it yeah. was very short from the three uh, organizations that, that uh, had some testimony for it, uh, the DOE, the... MEA and the MSSA representing uh, the department, representing the teachers and representing the administrators. And they were all in favor of it. Very short, very sweet saying, yes, we believe in this. Yes, we took some time to do this. And uh, a lot of the, excuse me, a lot of the talk about uh, from the, from representative Brennan, who was the sponsor of this one, talked about some of the history of it and what they did to make this uh, to make this bill because the bill that was out there as we said before was not the amended bill right the one that was out there before was just a piece of legislation that said we want to bring this back up again more or less so what is in the bill that they talked about they agreed on two things uh, about planning and prep time and teacher transfers and they're going to make them permissible in the collective bargaining or negotiating process which means if both sides agree, they can bring it up for negotiation. Right. So this is, this is where I found this part fascinating mm-hmm. because if both sides agree, and I think that that's a, a great bar to set. Mm-hmm. Yet, I'm not sure what's going to happen with this because a school board will, 
what they're going to say, what, what are they going to say that they want them to be able to negotiate that? The association is going to say, we want it. The school boards are going to say no. Both sides have to agree. And if both sides don't agree, it goes nowhere. Which is kind of where it already is, isn't it? Well, the interesting part was in these meetings, the MEA, who you would think, as you just described, would be on the losing end a lot of, the, of these bringing it up situations, uh, they really wanted to talk about making it permissive. So what we just talked about. Okay. But they also said the meet and consult process doesn't really work. We need to beef that up. So we can bring our concerns to the administration or the administration can bring their concerns to the teachers and have like discussions yeah. and have them be positive and meaningful instead of, uh, you know, combative, which sometimes it can really get to in, in negotiations. So the MEA was all for this making it permissive. And yeah, I, I've been thinking the same thing you have. If, if a school board wants to say no, then it's over. And that's it. And the MEA has said they're okay with that if that happens. But they also want to fix the second part of that bill, which is that meet and consult process. Sure. Sure. I, I just, I just, my question was, I just don't know what this changes. I don't know either, but MEA was pretty happy with it. But I'm, I, I'm, I'm glad that it's out there and I'm glad they're yep. talking about it and that they're saying, you know, that, that all members of this came to agree on this particular bill and that they really worked hard to, to get that. And they're saying the way that negotiating these ed policies, including teacher transfers, prep time, et cetera, yeah, they can be allowed in, absolutely, as long as both sides agree. I think that's a fine conversation. I think that's a, that's a fine step to have. I do too. Yeah, I, I just don't know what the yeah, next step is. I, I guess it, I, do I. I, don't, I don't know if they're thinking, wait and see what happens as they uh, are going to work together, as far as I know, to fix that meet and consult process and do some, some trainings for their teachers and for the administrators and school boards, trying to make that process a little better and a little smoother uh, and a positive situation. Um, so I, I, think that's, I think that's a good thing, but I don't know what's next. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I just hope that that doesn't become like some political football that either either side, either labor or management can use in terms of um, saying, you know, we're going to try to sway public public perception or school boards and whatnot to, to go this route because now it is permissible, but both sides have to agree. And look, this side isn't doing it or this side isn't doing it. Either way, could be trying to – I just hope it doesn't become that. I, I hope not either. I've seen too much of that over the, in the state over the last few years where that kind of thing has happened in various districts or across the state. And all it does is a tremendous disservice to our educators, our administrators, our school boards, our teachers, our students. And I think that's one reason, Matt, that they wanted to work with that meet and consult process to get that stuff sure. happening like in a consistent basis privately before yep. anything becomes public and it becomes a mess for every single person. So right. I, I'm hoping, I, I'm, I'm not sure if this is going to make it through, to be honest, because I am anticipating a divider report because every single comment uh, in the hearing uh, from the legislators were from the Republican side. Well, I had and, a question about for you about that, actually. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I was wondering what kind of impact this bill will have on local control 
that's not very nice. So <laughs> that was that was one of the things that that immediately come up. And the, the question specifically was, how does this impact local control? And Representative Brennan said, well, you know, um, literally both sides have to agree. Collective bargaining is all local. So uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it doesn't affect it. In fact, it kind of defines local control. So I'm not but, sure but if, Matt, if they Matt, understand. But Matt, how does this impact local control? Oh, when you say it that way. Right? Uh, yeah, there was a lot of like weirdo questioning from one particular party side. So it just I didn't seem like they were listening. Understand. No, I, I don't. It I just don't didn't think seem so. like they were listening at that point. That they weren't. They were. They were. The, the the words were coming in, but they weren't. They were coming at them, but they weren't actually getting through the ears at that point. Now I wonder if that is just a, a status of this bill or or most bills that go through a legislature. What do you think, man? I'm not going to comment on that one right now. <laughs> maybe I think people who listen to this kind of know where I probably stand on these issues. Maybe when when Representative Brennan was talking about the bill, all the one other side was you know out getting not immunized or something. Maybe not, or maybe they were just down at the Cross Cafe. <laughs> well, in that case, I'd be fine with that one. I'm fine with that too. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. Uh, there was a report I see from LD1306. There was, on, on bullying in schools. Yep. Resolve. And that was it. They, there was a report. There was a report. They talked about it and uh, looked at some data. Uh, the the Meehouse data was presented, and they talked about that and said, it's still an issue, and we still have to continue uh, being more uh, vigilant with it. So let's talk about a couple of votes that happened on the 26th. Uh, these were leftovers from last session, LD-136, which established a special education circuit breaker reimbursement program. That one ought to pass. Yay. Ought to pass. Next one was LD-791, which has uh, creates full state funding for students with high-cost special ed needs. Uh, of course, one that is ought not to pass for some reason. Yeah, well. On the 28th, I didn't write the titles of these down. Uh, LD-178 uh, was a divided report, ought to pass That's, or ought not to pass. That was an act to increase the state share of the cost of health insurance for retired teachers. Mm, didn't see that one coming. And LD so, so that one was, again, ought to pass slash ought not to pass? Yep. In 1813, do we have that one? Yeah. That is a resolve to yes. ensure safe and inclusive learning environments, again, focused on the LGBTQ community. Mostly. And that one ought to pass as amended. So congratulations. Okay. And then we get to a uh, work session that happened on the 27th last week. Uh, let's start with the easy one. LD 2071, the basic school approval standards, which is basically a full just update that they haven't done since apparently the 1900s. It was, it was the 1900s. It was the late 1900s though. It was, but in... it was still the, like, it was still the 1900s. So that sounds what it was. So let's do that. Which, so which... that, was 20 years ago. <laughs> it was more than 20 years ago. <laughs> so let's, uh, that one went pretty quickly. Ought to pass is amended. That just updated a lot of stuff. Uh, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, like 17 different things got updated, something like that. I don't know. Uh, there, was, there was a lot. And I it was all reading after number two. It was very technical, but it was, it was needed, they said. Uh, and then we went to LD 2077, which was about PEPG updates. 
Yeah, those were just the PEPG updates. We've talked about them a couple of times from LD92 last session. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We've talked about PEPG a couple of times? Once, maybe twice. Uh, for those who aren't familiar, PEPG is our uh, Educator Effectiveness and Evaluation Systems and Growth uh, Chapter 180. There's There might be a series on these. We probably mentioned this. We, uh, I won't it, say innumerable. It may be Matt's favorite bill ever. It may be Matt's favorite bill ever. It also um, might be Matt's most hated bill ever. Yeah, well, uh, so they had the work session on this. It was a pretty short work session, to be honest. I was listening to it, and um, the folks from DOE, Emily Dowdy, came up there and talked all about the bill again and answered questions. There weren't that many of them, and it re went really quick. And then something happened. What happened, Matt? Well, uh, Re Representative Fecto raised his hand and wanted to speak about something. I asked a question and, and talked about really appreciated this bill and the good faith that it was um, bringing forward. And it was all done with this, this. It was really well done and he appreciated it. But, and you know, there's that, there's that but statement happened. And then he said something afterwards. And I think we have that clip. I could not um, survive my teacher's room at lunchtime if I put my fingers on anything that said the word Marzano in it and encouraging crony capitalism is one of the four options on here with bogus professional development science. So I will vote against this. It's not a hill I'm going to die on, but I just can't, I just can't go back to my teacher's room and, um, and survive that lunchtime uh, by supporting anything that says the word Marzano on it. Thank you. That happened at uh, one, one, one fifty three and fifty three seconds on February twenty seventh, twenty twenty. What the heck? I I I have gone back and I've listened to this to that clip several times and I don't know what it is. Um, I I could not survive my teacher's room at lunchtime if I put my fingers in anything that said the word Marzano in it. So I think this is because. In chapter 180, in the, in the rules, it says you have to have an approved uh, plan, like the Danielson model or the mm -hmm. in-task, but also the Marzano is in there. Mm -hmm. You didn't label out Danielson. You didn't go against in-task or the MPA version. You didn't do any of that. You just talked about Marzano. And encouraging, encouraging crony capitalism as I'm one not. of the four options on here with, quote, bogus professional development science. That's a I, lot I to, there's a lot to floored. unpack there. I, I don't really I was, understand most of it. Like crony capitalism. So what is he saying that uh, non-teachers can, shouldn't be leading some research and professional development? And I, I'm, I'm at a loss. I, I don't know. I, I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss too, but I'm also very concerned, Matt. I'm very concerned for the health, health and well-being of Representative Fecto. <laughs> Because in his teacher's room, if he brings something up that people don't like, he won't survive it. This is not a healthy environment where he's teaching right now. I'm really worried about him. So maybe he should be uh, transferred out to, for his safety? Uh, maybe. There's a, bill, or... there's a bill that addresses that that we just talked about. <laughs> that there is. Uh, but I don't know if this would be punitive or retaliatory. I think this would be more preventative. <laughs> yes. And, uh, 
We we so fear I, we fear for you, Representative Fecto. So I mean, if this is the environment you're working in, this is this is a hostile work environment. It's the definition of a hostile work environment. I like where you're going with this one. We'll I just I just I just don't know what happened. I I was listening and it was all very this, and he voted against it. Um, I, so the overall it was ought to pass as amended. Um, that was the it was a divided report, and the minority report was ought not to pass. I'm not sure of the breakdown. I haven't seen that on the uh, on the web yet. I don't so I don't know if it's only him or if it's others that in the party that joined him. Right. But he's the only one who spoke up against or for really of the of the um, committee members. And these usually just fly through, right? Just rule revisions. Yeah. Yeah. So That's this all is all it is. This is really strange. So. We'll see what happens. I don't know. We'll, we'll keep you updated. Yeah, as soon as like we talk have, about PEPG, as, <laughs> as soon as we have the breakdown, we'll probably have a, a forty-five minute pod about that. So again, it's it's out there for you to listen to. February twenty seventh on the Education Cultural Affairs Committee thing. You can you can go and listen to all of their previous stuff. You just go to the calendar and you can find their stuff and play them right there in the web browser. So you can find a lot of those links right on our spreadsheet which is updated with all these uh, votes uh, as soon as we get them and any new bills that are upcoming. That is our spreadsheet, which is uh, pinned on our Twitter and Facebook pages. As long as far as I know, Matt. Uh, no, they're not. Well, do that. Social media. <laughs> well, we'll they're the not pinned on it. Let's get the interns we'll get, on it. All right. We'll get our, we'll get our crack staff on it, but they're not <laughs> pinned there because what is pinned is a link to our website, maineducationmatters.weebly.com. And on the website is where you'll find the, pit, the actual links to both this current spreadsheet and last session spreadsheet. If you want to take a stroll down memory lane. I knew they were there uh, somewhere. Yeah, they're out there. So that, that's how to get there. Go through our website, find us also our links on, on Twitter at main ed matters, our links on Facebook, main education matters, uh, that's facebook.com slash education matters. Of course, find us on, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you see us out there, get a selfie and become, hopefully, thank you very much for all you faithful 17 listeners out there. And we will talk when there is stuff to talk about. Yeah. Bye. Bye.